Speaking of things that make us feel bad, um, and I mean that in a good way, what did we watch this week, Jeff? Shut up, Nina. It's not time to start yet. No, no. I know we haven't all, done the intro. That was all but just I bullshit really... for the cold open. Now I was thinking for the cold open, <laughs> maybe we could do sort of a, uh, a Christmas carol bit. We could have Noah do like an Ebenezer Scrooge voice and be like, We just did a whole there. Christmas carol bit. <laughs> what podcast is this? And then somebody could try and talk Why? like a little Victorian it's the Christmas child. podcast, sir. Exactly. Jeff, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a remix of that uh, intro sound you gave us, but we're just like ching 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 like jingle bells over it the whole time, with a little to... like a wind swoosh that sounds cold. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean by that. I I hate how you said it, but I, I know what you mean. I think it's hilarious that you think the best thing we can do is take that intro song and put. Just pack more sound effects into it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's already yeah. got those like bubbly, zappy lab noises and all the wolf howls and shit and the thunder. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's more sound effects than anything else at this point already. We'll we'll just cut the thunder out and put like a crackling fire. Um I mean, it would work, but I don't think I will have time to do it this week. Oh well. Unfortunately. Y'all know what you missed out on. Yeah, I guess. It'll probably still have shitty jingle bells on it. It's Christmas. Well, what of course. I say? Yeah, it's Christmas. It would be ridiculous if it didn't. Anyways. I'll put some jingle balls on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Nina just screamed. I'm sure y'all heard. How long were you waiting for the perfect the moment to recording. say that? It just popped in my head and uh... I said it. <laughs> and with that, welcome back to the Casual Obsession tears. Christmas Podcast, the Christmas podcast where we talk about horror movies. <laughs> Jingle bells and ho ho hos! It's time for the holiday Christmas special off the air. Off the air. This isn't off the air, you off moron. The air. <laughs> it's the Casual Obsession Christmas podcast, the Christmas podcast where we talk about Christmas horror movies. I'm Jeff, and this week we're talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I said chain and saw as two separate words because that is how it appears in the title of the movie. You may recall my other hosts, Emma. Hi, it's me, Emma. And Nina. I'm excited to talk about this, this Christmas, this classic, <laughs> this um, story that is and I'm largely Noah. based around <laughs> Christmas. Oh, this is a train wreck. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nina. I'm here too. Jeff introduced me, but Emma was going off as she should as is her as right. I, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so 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 jeff why don't you tell us about this movie why don't i tell you about this movie the texas chainsaw massacre i'm gonna continue to emphasize the space between chain and saw here you know what that's frustrates so me weird. about that by the way what's that it's very hard to find the original poster with the proper spacing, but everywhere it, that is how it's done. But on the original poster, it is not with a space. Interesting. And I just, God, I don't dumb. understand. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, tell us about this Christmas movie. So this Christmas movie, well, it came out more around Halloween time, as all great Christmas movies do, you know, in 1974. Um, It had a budget that is estimated to have been uh, below. It's known to have been below one hundred forty thousand dollars. It's estimated to be somewhere between 80 and one hundred forty thousand. And it made 30 million. Uh, oh wow! Shit. Yeah, and that's in 1974 dollars. Uh, I gather so that's the, a lot of money now. Yeah, when you adjust that for inflation, that's uh, a below 700 thousand dollar budget, making a little over 150 million in the oh, box wow. office. Holy shit! Pretty good. Uh-huh. Oh my that's, god! Uh, as of 2019's economy. Um. So not even not even in Joe Biden's economy. Not in Joe Biden's America. No, it's probably like more now but uh, yeah so the joe biden's given up free chainsaws left and right the the value's gone way down <laughs> well i mean he's ruining the chainsaw economy the chainsaw massacre economy you can just forget about um <laughs> but uh the general non-spoilered story of the movie is essentially that uh after a cemetery gets defaced in some place in texas uh Oh, shit, what are their names? Um, a brother and sister, Sally and Franklin Hardesty, go to investigate to see if their Hardesty. grandfather's grave had been defaced in this incident. And while in town with a couple of friends, they decide to uh, check on their grandfather's old house, which has been just abandoned since his death, apparently. And then um, some some other stuff starts to happen. But that's spoilers. Uh, Noah, nice. what was the, uh, the critical reception like? Why, I tell you, sir, Roger Ebert gave this a two star. Out of four? Which I feel like, yeah. Wow. feel like that's a little low. Better than Especially considering everything his, else. Given his usual hatred of slashers, though. Right? I just, I still had Roger Ebert on here from last time. Um, cause what, what was it? Willy's Wonderland? Is that what we just did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they had rated that, so I, since it was still there, I kept it, you know. Oh, of course. Uh, IMDb has us at a 7.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is an 89% fresh. Metacritic is 78%. Letterboxd is 3.9 out of 5. Those are generally favorable you know, reviews. Those are, it's a bunch of pretty good reviews. Do we, as a group, think that it deserves such positive reviews? I mean, I know my answer, but I'm more inclined Wait, to uh, wonder need... about... Don't you gave a dis you gave a summary, right? Yeah, yeah. It was okay. super quick. Yeah, a brief non-spoilered summary. It was it. a blink and you'll miss it. There's I, m- yeah. I blinked. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do that. Everybody knows. Did you talk about um, where Santa comes in? I did not mention that. I thought that That's would the be spoilers. Uh, a bit of a spoiler. Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah, Emma, what's your rating for this movie? My rating is a very generous 2.5 out of 10. Ooh, <laughs> holy fuck. Wow, really? I, who I was, was it that expecting. said that you might... Who who was it that said they thought I might like this movie? Because I want to slap you in the face. I specifically I said that Noah. I did not think not that you me. would like it, oh. but uh, that I thought that you might find it scary. That okay. was what happened. Okay. Neither. Yeah, that's kind of where I, what I kind of Shit. thought. Neither. Um, but Nina, what did you think? I'm gonna give this one an eight out of ten because I, unlike you, I I felt Nina very giving uns- a unsettled. slasher an eight out of ten. You wow. heard it here. Uh, slashers. Wow. 
Yeah, wow. no, I, I enjoy this movie for reasons I will get into. All right. Uh, this is my third time watching the movie. Uh, may, maybe fourth time watching the movie. And I gotta be honest, I think this is the first time it clicked. Because I think I probably would have given this a seven before now. Um, not because I thought it was bad, but because in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. It's a classic. I like it. Um, but there was something about watching it this time that it clicked way more than before. Um, and I don't know. I don't know, man. This was, it was really, really good. I give it a nine. Nine. Ooh, nine star. No yeah, oh, yeah. Again. I'm disgusted with all Fuck of you. Fuck you. <laughs> What about you, Jeff? No, this, I... I have so many reasons that I love this. I can't wait to talk about them. All right. And I'm going to give you reasons not to like it by telling Yay. you how it was made. But um, yeah, I no, think I'm going to give it like, uh, I think I'm going to give it a seven because I think it's good at what it does. You know, the thing is, it's it's upsetting to watch. And that's really what yeah, it was oh, going yeah. for. Uh, I can't. It is you know, very I can't upsetting. go taking issue with that. It does what it does well, but it's it's kind of a punishing watch if you're really getting into it, honestly. Like I it's not fun. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Not not in the it least. It's not fun. But but nope. is it scary? No. Not scary. Wow. I think that's that's objectively false. There's um, some real scary stuff in here. Uh, on a scary rating, I'm gonna give it like uh like uh a three out of ten scary. Wow. Okay. It's unsettling to watch simply because fucking eighty percent of the dialogue is that one girl screaming. That's fair. I mean, and about the only she's also the... being chased around by some real weird people. Yes, but she was like. The fact that the audio wasn't great back then or whatever. That's a big problem. Her screaming the entire time, fucking Bloody Mary. It was really, really jarring. And I, I just I hated it. Okay. It was really annoying. I can accept that. Like that character's personality was be mean to brother and scream a lot. In fairness, the brother Fair. was insufferable. In fairness, the rest of the him. group was treating Franklin like shit, and I will not yeah, have the, this. They were. The entire time they were super mean to him. Yeah. And then like they just put, ditch him okay, and go upstairs. We, we gotta and go to the we gotta not and... we gotta not talk about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not yet. We gotta not yet. we gotta do the spoiler <laughs> Spoilers, break. Spoilers, they treat Franklin like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we gotta do a content warning? Yeah, we got the content mm-hmm. warnings. Um, you got violence. You got not a tremendous amount of gore because it was intentionally curtailed in the hopes of not getting an R rating, but it did. Um, but we do have Shocking. the violence that we have is very upsetting to watch. We got some like domestic violence in there as well, and just cruelty. So mm-hmm. that's all not great. Got an awful lot of shots of uh, decayed corpses. That's not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, got yep. some actual. Uh, for, What's that? For R rating context, this was before PG thirteen existed. Correct. So uh, R was just a half step away from X rating, and people were like, "Oh, it's an R rated movie." Yeah, that kind of thing. So yeah, but at the same time, it makes it sound extra crazy that Toby Hooper was hoping for a PG rating on this thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like what? No. Even in today's context, I don't think this is PG thirteen. Like no. I think God, no like way. objectively, there's nothing like P like there's nothing like more than PG thirteen. There's not nudity or swearing right, or like by the gore, numbers. It seems like it but like, could, but you can't watch it and think that. No, I would never let a kid watch this. Uh, there's the uh, there's the thing that Noah specifically really doesn't like in this as well, where someone like drags a knife blade across their hand. So be aware of that one specifically. You do have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, that's it's very bad. Yeah, that's uh, there's some self harm in the violence, which is a separate specific thing. I forgot that. Um, am I am I leaving anything out? Cannibalism. cannibalism cannibalism you told me not to mention it last time because it's a spoiler but it still doesn't it is mention. still in there yeah cannibalism um uh, a little bit of the blood that's in here is real uh, yeah oh um and in the there 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 is actual there are actual animal corpses used in the movie mm. just around I, i'm not surprised uh, i guess when they were trying to do the set dressing for the house they had a couple of guys just like driving around collecting roadkill that makes sense that makes yeah. a lot of sense yeah um so yeah there's our our, our content warnings yeah all right you want to give us a more uh, in-depth uh rundown before we start talking so during the spoiler free summary earlier in the episode you may remember um I mentioned that some bad stuff started happening. Well, what happens is when they get to the grandfather's house, they uh, kind of split up. They abandon Franklin, who is in a wheelchair. Uh, they like, you know, they go upstairs without him and they just run off into the, you know, through a field that he can't move his wheelchair through. And he is uh, none too happy about that. Rightfully, they've been treating him like shit this whole way. Um, and uh oh wait plus i am just skipping got, things i am did, skipping yeah. things i'm like plus he also got cut up by a guy yeah i completely forgot to mention the hitchhiker so on the way to the house they pick up this hitchhiker That's a biggie. who acts real weird and you do cuts himself with a knife and he takes a picture of franklin and tries to charge him money for it and then uh gets very offended by the fact that franklin was not happy about this burns the picture and they end up kicking him out of their van and he smears his blood on the side of the van to mark it. Uh, it is postulated by a couple of characters that he was trying to write something, but we never find out for sure. Um, then mm-hmm. they arrive at I also at forgot a... to mention that before they kicked him out, he cut up Franklin. Oh, he did cut Franklin. My bad. Yeah, I'm, I forget so many things with these. Um, so then they arrive at a gas station. They are told that the guy doesn't have any gas. The guy who owns the gas station tries to convince them to stick around and offers to sell them some of the barbecue that he sells there. Um, they decide to carry on without getting any gas and just come back to try and get it later. They get to the house and Franklin is very concerned about the hitchhiker tracking them down, coming to get him. Everyone else makes fun of him for this and ignores him and ditches him. Uh, so in their wandering around a couple of these people, uh, Kirk and Pam, their names are, um, in looking for a swimming hole in a creek that is supposedly nearby, they stumble across this other house and they wander into it and get murdered by Leatherface. And it's kind of great. I kind of like that scene a lot. Oh, yeah. No, the first really kill good. just comes out absolutely out of nowhere. It's so good. Um, and I just love Leatherface. But uh, shit, I am losing it. So then they uh, each start individually trespassing on this person's property and he kills them 
yeah, kind of kind of just one by one. He kills him and puts him in a fridge uh, until eventually Sally is the only one left. And uh, she kind of escapes him and ends up back at the gas station with the weird barbecue guy. He assures her that he can get help and then he ties her up, loads her into his truck and takes her back to the house where they uh, sort of try to have dinner with her before killing her. And then she escapes and uh, the hitchhiker gets hit by a semi and she ends up hopping into the back of a pickup truck and driving off with her sanity barely intact. You forgot. I couldn't remember what happened to the hitchhiker. You forgot a part in the dinner scene. I'd better Where they a had a stuff. creepy corpse grandpa who is apparently still alive and they fed blood to him. Yeah, he he is still alive. I, I was going actually, to get to that because the that is discussion Jeff was going to bring up. Yeah, that's that's the scene with the real blood, actually, when they cut her finger. It's not when they cut her finger. That's not them actually cutting her. But when they show the blood on her fingertip, that is her real blood. They did cut her for real, like with a razor that they made sure was clean. I hope. Uh, because it was so fucking hot in that room, in that house, because the film that they were using requires, like, a comical amount of light in order to work. So when it, when they had the sun out, the, that, you know, that kind of takes care of itself. But when it was nighttime and they were inside the house, they had to have all the lights on that they could possibly have. And it's Texas. It's July. It was like 95 to 110 degree heat the entirety of the filming, the entire month that they took to film this shit. So it was just so hot in there. And they've got all this meat and all these dead animals and shit. And it is horrible. And it's so hot in there that the fake blood wouldn't run the way that it was supposed to. So eventually she said, just fucking cut me and use my actual blood so that we can just is that what happened with this shit? That's not the story I heard. Oh, what was the story you heard? Uh, what's the guy's name that played Leatherface? Gunner Hansen. Yeah. So I heard that Gunner, because he was wearing 100% cotton clothes. Yeah. And could not get out of them during breaks. So he basically lived in this outfit. Yeah. And he reeked. Yeah. And he was tired and had heat stroke. And that after their like fifth filming of that scene, he just took a sharp knife and cut her hand. Oh, that's worse. That's the story I heard. I hope mine is true. That is worse. Me too. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was not allowed to get those clothes washed because they were worried that they would get lost in the laundry or that the colors would change. Mm -hmm. So and let just give me a second here. I'm going to tell you about the a little bit about the uh, the the process of the making of this movie. They shot. It took them a month, seven days a week, 12 to 16 hours a day, typically. Mm -hmm. And he had to wear that shit the whole time in that 95 to 110 degree heat. With the mask, even. Um, yep. And on top of that, none of them made any money for it. Even after it did so well? Especially after. Because Toby Hooper had a really hard time finding a distributor who was willing to carry the movie. It got, uh, apparently, after it's released, it got banned in, like, several countries. A lot of theaters just stopped mm -hmm. showing it after uh, complaints about the amount of violence in it and stuff. Like... He had a really hard time getting a distributor to actually carry this thing. So then the distributor that he got was like kind of a sketchy one. It's been speculated by some people that it had like, you know, mob affiliations or something. Mm -hmm. um, so the distributor took this absolutely huge cut. But also of all the money that uh, 
All the money that didn't go to the distributor was split between two production companies, one that was owned directly by Toby Hooper and Kim Henkel, who wrote the movie, and Toby Hooper directed it. Uh, and the other was just uh, a friend of theirs who was willing to invest half of the budget. So mm-hmm. everything, all the money that didn't go to the distributor was split 50-50 between those two. Yeah. Uh, due to the budget being as low as it was, they told the cast and crew that they would have to be postponing their pay for afterward. You know, it's got to be a back-end deal uh, because they just don't have the money to pay anyone up front, right? Um, mm-hmm. So they offer them, to make it sound more enticing, they offer them percentages. They offered them between like 0.25 and 6%. But what mm-hmm, they didn't yeah. mention is that the production company that was in charge of paying their wages only got 50% of the profits of the movie. So actually, Ooh. if they were getting quoted 6%, they were only actually going to be receiving 3%. 0.3%, yeah. Um, so after all the money goes to the distributor and covering equipment rentals and shit, to divide between 20 cast and crew members, there was only $8,100 left. Holy oh shit. Oh my God. Divided between 20 people. Oh my God. Yeah. Now, they did eventually, uh, there, there was eventually a lawsuit against the distributor for not paying them, uh, not paying the production companies the full share of the profits that they were supposed to. And it mm-hmm. was determined by the court that the distributor had to pay like $500,000. But immediately after they were ordered to do that, they declared bankruptcy. So nobody saw any of that money. Wow. Uh-huh. Of course they did. Yeah. That's fun. Right? That's great. I love that. Isn't it That's fantastic? Perfect. Yeah. There is one fun me, fact, though. That makes me hate this movie even more. Right? Right? It feels even worse it to have watched it, right? One yeah. fun fact, though, for all this unfun nonsense, uh, the, the scene where Leatherface is uh, chasing our heroes through the woods at night with the chainsaw, mm-hmm. when they no shot that, hero. that was Gunnar Hansen's first experience on pot brownies. Oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. So this poor boy is just running through the woods with a fully loaded chainsaw. They told him they were going to take the blade off, but then when the time came, they said they didn't have time to do it. So it's got the blade on it, Boy's high out of his mind. He's on another planet, just running through the woods. <laughs> yeah. This movie's fucking ridiculous. Right? The poor man. Yeah. I don't... Can you guys tell me why you like this movie? Because I don't get it. Emma, it's such a good fucking movie. I don't know how you don't like it. I like... Is, Let it's me tell such you a... why I don't like it. No, you, you've said it. No, you don't get to talk. I get to talk now. <laughs> I've no, said it, This too. is like... I've said a couple it's... things. No, no. So here's the thing. Oh, of course, this movie like... is just shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things that I really dig about it. Um, I really love how gritty and grimy this movie is. It uh, it kind of feels like something that you're not supposed to be watching. Right. Like, oh, this is not a mood that I can feel connected to exactly. But like the the vibe of the mood of you find this weird box of like film reel in your attic and you're like, oh, what is this? You know, like the true found footage experience rather than this like, oh, I'm chasing the Blair Witch in the woods, bogus found footage experience. You know the what I'm talking about, Jeff. Experience. The finding footage experience. Yeah, yeah. I saw Sinister. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did make a movie about that. <laughs> I thought you were doing that on purpose. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you literally described the plot of Sinister. I was just like, oh, I we're did doing forget Sinister that. now. Okay. I, did, I, I will not lie to you. I forgot that sinister existed 
wow. That's okay. okay. It's easy. To That's kind of surprising. <laughs> nah. Anyway, um, <laughs> the movie doesn't. The movie feels illegal at times. It's such a nasty, dirty movie. <laughs> And yeah, um, <laughs> blocked in the UK. I know that one for it, sure. It he, it feels <laughs> like Evil Dead too. I used yeah. to people used to tell me like, oh, this is a list of disturbing horror movies, and Texas Chainsaw would be on there like pretty high up, oh, along yeah. with like um, the other actual illegal movies uh, <gasps> that that come to mind. It's like Texas Chainsaw, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, Cannibal Holocaust specifically, <laughs> yeah. where it's. Where it's like, you're going to put those, I used to be like, oh, you're going to put those on par. Haven't seen, never will, Cannibal Holocaust. Fair but too. Um, for Texas Chainsaw, I kind of get it more now. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen a horror movie that like I felt tense watching since I think Black Coat's Daughter. So here, here's the big thing I've been thinking of a lot recently is, uh, did you, with the Seinfeld revival, I know, I know, bring oh it back to God. Seinfeld. <laughs> but hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. So with the Seinfeld revival, people have been taking um, the, this picture of, is George Costanza the actor's name? No, or is no, it the character's the character. name? <laughs> His real name okay. is Jason Alexander. So they've been taking this picture of Jason Alexander being like, this was considered comically overweight when this show came out, as if Newman didn't exist as their comically overweight character, firstly. You know, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of Newman erasure that, firstly, that's not cool. But uh, and then a lot of people being like, what the fuck are you on? This was just a mildly balding man. He is just a he's just a dude. It's just he's a just guy. a guy. Uh, but it got me thinking about there's just some unattractive people in this movie, you know, there and that's well, something it doesn't you don't help see as much anymore. Like it's 1970. Uh, no, well, like... but that all I could think of is the Chainsaw reboot where everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're wearing hip hugger jeans and. It's Vietnam time. And it it's felt like, more Rob no, Zombie than... No, it isn't. What do you mean this is Vietnam time? Everyone's too pressed and clean. And <laughs> it... Nobody was Specifically Rob Zombie. No, but I was thinking about Rob Zombie because I've been enjoying older movies having less conventionally attractive people in them because it's like, oh yeah, there's a bald guy here. Sometimes a person you don't just see looks those like a regular anymore. person. Exactly. Yeah. But it also had me... I have literally never understood Rob Zombie's boner for 16 millimeter film until now. I was that one of his I, things. Oh my gosh, the dude! It's either blown up eight mil or um, 16 mil. I don't know which. I don't know which one is which. Okay, interesting. Uh, but he likes to blow the one up to um, the other one's resolution. So that it will like be even shittier and grimier looking, and so that's like a, like oops, that grain. Slap my microphone around, yeah. So you get like real heavy film grain, and it's like something he likes to do when he can. Yeah, uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. That's something that he did in that one as well. And it's just like I've never understood why he likes that so much. Yeah, until watching this movie, and I'm like, oh, because. Uh, like I was saying before, for whatever reason, I fi it finally clicked for me why I like this movie. Because before I was like, I liked the movie because I knew I was supposed to like the movie. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, the classic. Kind of like how, you know, good old 10 star Halloween when I watched it the first time. Oh, a yeah. groundbreaking film, to be sure. And no, Poltergeist, I just, of course. It, Poltergeist, I mean, that's an 11 out of 10. Naturally, you can't compete yeah. with Poltergeist. Scariest yeah, movie so I've good. ever seen. <laughs> 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 
I'm still so mad at you because I I believed you when you said that. I took you at 100 percent face value. <laughs> I'm like, poltergeist is scary. <laughs> uh, and then you uh, watched it, and you were just like, I could have just watched Ghostbusters for what I get out of this. Honestly, <laughs> like, would have had more fun too. <laughs> but um, yeah, I loved, and I think Shutter has the uh, the the film restoration version on it, and that's what I watched on. Yeah, that's um, what I watched. Nice. I watched it on uh, Tubi. And did, did it look like shit, or did it look okay? It looked the way it's supposed to look. Like shit. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, I was, I really enjoy uh, older films that have that grainy element, even though they get like rescaled and like cleaned up, like the grain stays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I really... Like I said, it felt like a movie you're not supposed to watch. And especially you you cap that off with the first kill. It's just like him being like, hey, what's in this house? I hear a pig squeak from over here. And it turns out it's Leatherface and then one hammer to the head and the man hits the ground and starts twitching. So what the fuck? So that's part of why this movie is one of the first ones that unsettled me in a little while, because I um I think what it was is that like you the characters are not likable. For no. the most part, right? No. They're terrible people. But if you put yourself in their shoes, it's horrendous. The scene where she's running, one of the girls is running out of the door, and you know she's not going to be able to make it out. And Leatherface just wraps her arm around his arm around her and pulls her back in. It's like, I am sorry. Mm-hmm. I am a small person. That is the idea that someone could that easily just remove all of my agency. Um, and the sounds that she makes when she is hanging from the hook and she's yes. not dead yet. Yeah. Oh my God. Do not enjoy that at all. Gunnar either. Hansen is six foot four. If um, I can, if I can interrupt just for a second. Yeah, on go the for it. Hook front for a moment, just because I have something Ooh. that's extremely relevant there. The the hook got me extra hard this time because I the hook got me the hook wow, got me extra bad this Hellraiser. time because because um when I was watching it uh earlier today I um I was reminded of this dream that I had last night that I had forgotten about where you know how like. You ever have one of those dreams where like something happens to you and you feel it like really intensely? Oh yeah. You know, where yeah. like like something is poking into you and you feel yeah. it like digging into your flesh. Mm-hmm. I had a dream it's probably last just night being elbowed. where I had something getting stabbed into me just under my ribs and I felt it really intensely. Every, yeah, for the people that, listening that, that, that can't see Nina and crawling out of Nina her skin right there. now. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Yeah, so this we get to the hook scene, and I'm just like, "Oh God, I dreamed that right," and uh, and it was it was really bad, and it did not give me a massive erection as I may have <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> oh, thank goodness! I, I was I was worried about that. Yeah. Um, Anyways, is... carry on. <laughs> Sorry, just to keep it on the on the hook for a second. Yeah. Um. Because obviously I don't know horror as well as you all, especially like kind of the pillars or like the ground breakers of horror that really established a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know in Dead by Daylight, they use hooks, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Are hooks just kind of like a horror mainstay or 
is it something that's pretty specifically so, started by oh my god noah's it all started noah's back in Googled 1920 the with the cabinet of dr, of dr. Calgar. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that movie is way too an, long, but really an, good. A 1920s fucking, German horror, silent yeah, horror no, film. No, Nina ruined my fucking punchline. I was just trying to be real pretentious by name dropping a movie from the 20s. A movie from the 20s that um, that a YouTube animator has fully co-opted one of the characters to be one of his own in his clown food truck series. So I don't know that you can fully oh. say you're being pretentious by referencing it. I definitely can. People don't watch this movie <laughs> i have heard that if you can film get past nerds the fact watch that it's movie. a silent film from the 1920s cabinet of dr caligari is actually really good it's for free on youtube if you want to watch it i might give it a I'm shot i'm watching I've like i'm looking at before. like two different uploads of it right now so how long is it hour and 15 minutes that's a lot for a silent movie it is a lot for a silent i have movie. only watched it's, one silent too movie much ever me. and it was the original edison company frankenstein from like the 1910s mm -hmm. and it's only oh. like 10 minutes long mm -hmm. wow so, so wait, back to the there, hook were there hooks in this oh no <laughs> why did you, you were just picking a random movie to name drop and it doesn't even have no. any hooks in it you no see that's why i was mad at people. nina for like ruining the punchline it was literally supposed to be just a real quick one-off joke and then i was gonna be like nah i'm just kidding i don't know uh, the impression i get on... is that it kind of started with this scene in texas chainsaw here because that's a scene that a lot of people remember very strongly to the point where actually they remember there being like a shot where you see it go into her skin and stuff, which Me there is too. not. It's just it's shot in such a way that your mind fills it in. Yeah, I remember it's hearing like, that there's also yeah. like people remember there being a lot more blood in this movie than there was. Mm -hmm. right? yes. There's yeah, a lot more blood since I'd heard this. that. I'd heard that like people remember there being more blood than there is, so I was actually surprised by the amount of blood there is in this movie because I was <laughs> expecting it to be a See, lot less. I feel like most of the blood in this movie comes from the hitchhiker, right? Like that's where most of our well, blood and the is. and so, Sally yeah. at the end is absolutely like drenched in it, but yeah, yeah she was here nor there. Oh yeah, uh, fun fact: okay, I, by the time they were done filming, <laughs> the shirt that Sally wears had so much fake blood caked into it that it was almost solid. She had a hard time putting it on. Oh, wow. That's so Isn't gross. That disgusting. Um, also, just real quick for the record, I didn't actually get to finish this movie. I feel like I already said this. Uh, I am about we ten recording. minutes away from the end. Oh, we weren't recording. Um, I've seen it a few times, uh, but I was not able to finish it before I had to go to work yesterday. Yeah, and then I came back today and I started recording this. So I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if Noah got to the point where he can answer this for me when. Sally initially finds Grandpa upstairs. Yeah, we're he doesn't move or anything. Like we're supposed to right. think no. he's dead, right? Yeah, yeah. okay. We're led cool. to believe that he's dead. I'm okay, because sure. I think one of the movie twists that has hit me the most in the past few years, besides uh, Doctor Octopus being in Into the Spider Verse, which hit me like a brick, um, the fact that he was alive, literally, like yeah, that I, was yeah. like when you see so him actually move, it's just like, well, what the fuck. <laughs> I was Yeah, that's actually a, a throwback reference to the cabinet of Dr. <laughs> I was See, in a Discord was call with Matihi and another person, mm -hmm. and they were gaming. Mm -hmm. And I got to that part where the grandpa just starts sucking on her finger, and I was like, uh, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> not no, that part's gross as hell. It's weird, isn't it? It's yeah, really weird. I was, just watching his face, yeah. like, 
because it's it's a mask, right? Yeah, but it's makeup. Watching actually. it move. Oh, it's makeup. It oh is shit! Then that's all even makeup worse. Just caked onto him like that. Because uh, I thought it was like a, a you latex. You see by the way, space moves at a couple of points. I guess that makes sense. The, I thought it was more the noise. So I'm like, oh yeah, the, the way that it moves that it like made. a muppet. <laughs> the yeah, noise it, it made yeah. when he was sucking on her finger. So that guy, the guy who had to wear all that old man slash corpse makeup, um did not like having to go through the whole makeup process to wear all that shit. And he was kind of a dick about it to everybody because I mean, like, let's be a little forgiving here. He was having a bad time just like everyone else was. But, um, he, once he had all of it on, he was like, I am not going through this again. We're shooting all my scenes at once right now. Oh my God. So for (laughs) most of the time that they filmed the movie, they were again, seven days a week and they were doing like 12 to 16 hour days. Typically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every scene that he is in, the whole dinner scene and shit, was shot all at once over the course of one hellish 30 hour working day. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh-huh. No, that's it's the scene that everyone talks about because it's just the absolute worst. And that's why I, I can't remember if we talked about this on recording or not. Uh, the, the knife cut in the finger. Yeah. That's why I thought I heard that that was real because it was a like close to the end of the 30 hour workday and they were just and like, we gunner was to about to fall over tired this. yeah yeah like everyone was about to collapse from heat stroke from their 110 degree lights and everything else yeah as yeah. as like an artist looking at that scene you can kind of that makes so much sense that <laughs> everyone's just like drenched with sweat and everyone's becoming drenched more with and more sweat like these unhinged. shots do not linger on the set piece that they w- do with the rest of the movie and the rest yeah. of the movie there's a bunch of like ambiance shots of like different unsettling things around the various rooms in the house this She's sitting on a, a chair that has human arms on yeah. it. It's yeah. an armchair. It's an armchair. <laughs> they never, <laughs> they never like, they don't do that thing. I think there is an opportunity there to like, because those arms look like fresh or dead to really play into the idea that they've used her friend's body parts mm-hmm. like a little more, uh-huh. but it definitely seems, it definitely seems like they just wanted to be done with that scene because yeah. the plate setting is really sparse at her, at her spot. Spot. there's like two sausages and a slice of meat it really feels like they were like i'm just fuck. i'm like done just, with this just deal with okay. it just, just get it done just this is a really off base thing but i i just need to pull the group those sausages look so good right <laughs> they didn't the ones look in, like the, they in the gas so. station the ones in the, the gas ones station. in the gas station oh, were yeah. the ones that I thought like, like the, oh the my god when she's like looking at it and it's implied like after the fact that that's human meat yeah I sorry it just looked really good I just I <laughs> wanted to eat those sausages wow, so bad wow you guys are cannibals cannibals I can't believe if wanting to eat the human sausage makes me a cannibal then lock me up um, okay <laughs> <laughs> yes though um another fun uh, well unfun fact about uh, that dinner scene. Since it was so oh, no. hot and so long, the meat on the table by the end had like oh, cooked yeah. partway. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yep. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have heard See, versions is... of the story where they said that toward the end they could hear it sizzling on the plates. I think that's a bit of a stretch. That's definitely a stretch. They were probably but also delirious from the brownies, heat. Is all I'm saying. So here's here's my thing. This is the kind of movie. 
that like if I were a cis horror bro, I would have all of what Jeff's saying under my belt at any given moment because like that's I cannot the kind believe of you stuff- would say that about me. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that guys at, at my old job used to like. There was one specific guy. Um, love him. He's just a very enthusiastic person. He'd come in with his wife, and then he would corner me or my horror <laughs> enthusiast coworkers. Oh no! Um, and he would just he'd be like, "I've met Robert England. Here's a photo." Is and that's the guy that we met at Halloween. Yeah, that's the guy who was yes. at our Halloween kill screening, and he also oh. frequents my current job um, with his wife, who I. I love both of them. But yeah, he's just like, I've met this horror icon. I've seen this movie, like, and I've got this memorabilia. And if I were that guy, this is the movie that I, I think I would have the most trivia up my belt. Because this is all just the most off the wall set stories I've heard for any movie. Like there ever. are no people try and talk stories about... about the making of this movie. It's just <laughs> people all... try and talk about like, oh, um, Dave Batista improvised this line in a Marvel movie, and then over here you have Toby Hooper and everyone being like, yeah, we literally like we just cut wash her for real. You know? We just <laughs> we cut her for real. We shot this scene inside an oven. We just made everyone get into it. <laughs> Uh, was there fun. was supposed this to be a scene. This guy didn't want to take his makeup off. <laughs> there was supposed to be a scene after the hitchhiker gets hit by that semi. There was supposed to be a shot of him like lying on the ground dying with like his head cracked open or something. But they couldn't shoot it because the pavement was so hot it was burning his skin when he would lay down on it. Jesus. Oh my god. Fucking Texas, dude. Don't yeah. just don't shoot on location. Holy shit. Not right? Yeah. Maybe just don't shoot during July in Nobody Texas. should go to Texas ever, but especially yeah. not for these reasons. Right? The uh the guy who played the hitchhiker apparently had been in the military and at the time that they shot had like recently gotten back from Vietnam and he said oh, that making Texas Chainsaw Massacre was worse than anything that happened to him there. <laughs> That's <laughs> not given funny, the choice. <laughs> He would have preferred to go back to Vietnam rather than make this movie again. So here's here's the thing, right? I feel like this is one of those movies where if it came out today, I would not watch it just because of the hellish filming conditions. We would cancel Toby Hooper. We would never watch the movie. Yeah, I'm really glad that we've moved on from crazy shit like this. People like, and I'm not dis. I'm not discounting. It was Kubrick, right? Who did The Shining? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not discounting what happened with Shelley Duvall and Kubrick. That was horrific. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, she never acted again. She right? never acted no. again. Wait, what um, happened? Uh, didn't she? Oh, she uh, either she didn't or very minimally. She mm-hmm. used to be a big deal actress. Um, Emma, she Kubert, certainly is not doing to, well now. <laughs> yeah, to get the uh, the isolation and abuse um, element that he wanted out of her, what he did was he isolated and abused her. Method acting, yeah, right like that. forced method no, acting. No, it's one yeah. of the big pro- like everyone loves the like I I think The Shining and like Doctor Sleep are like the only Stephen King like properties that I really or movies rather that I really super like, but yeah. also I don't want to praise The Shining because right. of what Shelley Duvall had to go through. Well, and I not think even that, just that, her, even, but like well, also everyone, Scatman but specifically and the kid and everyone but Jack Nicholson, more or less, right? Because uh, which did give him the god complex that Kubrick wanted. Method acting. Actually, from uh, what I heard, it wasn't because. Well, I'll save this for when we cover the shining. <laughs> when we talk about the shining eventually. Alfred um, Hitchcock was also pretty terrible, right? Yes, horrible, horrible. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, That's he's why when I people. see pictures from Rob Zombie's sets and I hear stories from Rob Zombie's sets about how much everyone enjoyed working with him and with each other, 
It's insane oh. to me. It's so stupid. Everyone's just like, yeah, man, I love working with Rob. He's so cool. He's just like the coolest guy. You could tell he really cares. I mean, have you it's ever heard like... the guy talk? He comes across All that he does way. is talk about how much he really cares. Yeah. Yeah. So to hear, back to ta- Texas Chainsaw, though, like, yeah. to hear about this and this movie, it's it, it makes it like, if I'm not willing to, like, praise The Shining or get too into The Shining or, or like, I think that The Shining, like, tribute in Ready Player One, the movie, was incredibly stupid. And it's like, why don't you just go, like, is Kubrick dead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. Why don't you just so. go suck Kubrick's dead dick instead of making this scene? Um, I think that I should hopefully apply the same kind of feelings towards this movie where I don't, I'm glad that we're talking about it because it is important, like, as a historical, like, landmark in horror. Right. But I'm but probably, <laughs> I, I'm probably not ever going to watch it again. I watched it. I acknowledge that it's good uh, for, for you know horror reasons watch it again i like it a yeah. lot i don't think i would it's i think done. having seen it once i think it's left as much of an impact on me as it ever is gonna i think that's very um, reasonable that was what i said the first time that i watched it but it hit different this time so i'm not <laughs> saying maybe you down the line then. again but don't be closed to the fact that it will be different yeah. next time maybe My down the line if the next click. time happens <laughs> I, I feel like the way we're talking, I feel like it has already clicked for me. So I, 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 I will give if myself If you feel you've one. gotten enough out of it, there is no pressure on you to watch it again. We're not going to cover it again in I can't a believe of you guys are forcing me to watch Texas Chainsaw Next Massacre every day choice. for the I'm rest of my life. I'm just going to pick it again. <laughs> <laughs> in case surprise, we're coming back to it. <laughs> Redo Can I say, with an X. We, we got sidetracked quite a bit yeah. talking oh, about yeah, yeah. the... Um, the hook and then we got to where oh we yeah the now. hook but yeah the classic. You, know, you you were talking about things i was interested in, in yeah that. you were making actual this points. is like oh yeah <laughs> a quote-unquote slasher that you enjoyed ish oh yeah so i am curious to yeah. hear like what else stood out to you and what right kind of yeah made elaborate it compared to others okay so most of the slashers i don't like besides halloween which is what 78 um 79 78 79 oh 78 why did i say 79 i don't know because you like being wrong i guess he has a reflex like, I gotta to correct, correct me <laughs> <laughs> what's this a woman saying numbers not on my yeah. watch um most of those like late late 70s early 80s slasher movies uh there's something just real cheesy about them that's like emma was talking about how this movie is overacted and mm-hmm. while like i definitely don't disagree um I was telling Noah before we before we recorded or before we even lunch, I was talking about how the scene in the car with the hitchhiker is the most uncomfortable I was the whole film. Like the the violence definitely did did like hit its mark. But there's something about that situation where you're stuck in a car with this hitchhiker that just really, really got me. And I don't think there's any scene in any other slasher that like feels that like I don't think real is the word for it, but it doesn't it doesn't feel that uncomfortable. Like there's some awkward stuff in like Friday where there's that like crazy dude who's like, don't go to the lake. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But like he's they're trying to be nice to him. They're trying to make polite conversation and he's just taking it just a little too far until it goes way too far. And I don't feel like there's that kind of sense of discomfort in any of the like 
80 slashers that we've watched. Yeah. It feels like all of the, like, what's supposed to be scary is in the gore, and there's not as much, like, atmosphere going on there. There's some, like, scary tales being spread, but it's, like, it doesn't feel foreboding yeah. in the way that this movie did. So I think that's that's part of... I think for... I didn't believe, Noah, that this was only 80 minutes long, um, but it is. And for oh, yeah. how little time there is, I think they use it all really well which is another problem i have with like the really 80s not, movies is there's it, not a ton of wasted time in this one that's a good point no the 80s ones will be like here's a montage of our characters swimming and then they will all die one after another um and then in this one it's like here's 10 minutes of a really uncomfortable conversation another really uncomfortable conversation <laughs> um an actual moment where these we have some like act like a, a way more like as much as the acting was not great, a way more believable conversation between Ch Sally and Franklin than almost any conversation I can remember from one of the 80s slashers where they're like just having a heart to heart about why they're there, where they need to go next, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of more characters acting very reasonably panicked in their situations, like Franklin kind of losing his mind about like we should go to the to the gas station we should not hang yeah. around here or go after them that would be stupid oh god they took the keys now we're really out of luck like i felt his panic in that moment of like he was right yeah. they needed to go get help but he they were in a situation where that wasn't going to happen i don't know that's that's most of what it yeah. just felt a lot more real like noah was saying where it felt like we were watching something a little more real which is like Interesting because, and I know you wanted to talk about this, Jeff, the like based on a true story aspect of this does yeah. come into play as well. So I was wondering if you would elaborate on that more because I 100%. actually don't know. I will. And well, well, but before I do that, um, just while we're talking about uh, Franklin, because it just occurred to me to 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 mention this, um, I kind of realized on this watch from the beginning, he's got so much more reason to get freaked out sooner than everyone else. Not just because he is in a wheelchair and therefore an awful lot more limited than everyone else and he's got more to worry about, but also because in the scene at the cemetery, there's that drunk old man who like lays down in the grass right in front of him. Nobody else is around when the old man says his weird you laugh at an old man line. Uh, and that, I feel like if some weird drunk man were to just lay down in the grass in front of me and say that and nobody else heard me, no, like nobody else but me heard him. I feel like mm -hmm. that would have me very freaked out about everything else that happened for a very long time. But so that, that the Zodiac shit. What's that? Yeah, that that and the Zodiac stuff that Pam oh, that keeps too. talking that about. Too, yeah, you top it all off with the hitchhiker who's just like, "Hey, you, I'm gonna attach to you. Oh, you're rude to me. I'm gonna cut you," and then yeah. he leaves. And then everyone That's else just continues time. to treat Franklin like shit after that. Uh, anyways, though. So the based on yeah. a true story aspect, a lot of people attribute that to uh, the similarities with serial killer Ed Gein from Wisconsin, who was known to cut his, uh, his victims apart and make art with their skin, etc. Um, which is obviously going to be a little bit of uh, inspiration for... Uh, the art that we see throughout the movie made by the hitchhiker, which real I think Renaissance is man. really, really, what's that? Is it a real Renaissance man? <laughs> it's 
Um, I I really enjoyed just looking out for all of that because I always remember all like the bones and stuff and the like the bone couch, yeah, yeah. the armchair, that kind of stuff, and the little I do like, love that bone couch. bone trinkety things that he's got like hanging from things. But also as Pam and Kirk walk up, we see this one tree that's got like cooking implements hanging from mm-hmm. it. And one that we get a little bit of a close-up shot of is a meat thermometer. I thought that was kind of neat. Anyways, hmm. because of all that Texas... stuff. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say Texas Chainsaw um, alternate universe take where uh, he's just a passionate junk artist like Dean and Iron <laughs> Giant. <laughs> but that's just my fanfic brain talking. Please continue. Sure, of course. Um, so the based on a true story aspect is often attributed to that providing a little bit of a similarity to Ed Gein. However, when asked about it, Kim Hankel actually said that, uh, of course, he had been thinking of Ed Gein a little bit, but more of the themes of the movie actually come from this other guy named Elmer Wayne Henley, if anyone is familiar with that name. Elmer Wayne no. Henley was a man who worked for a little while as a procurer of children for a serial killer who was interested in young boys. What the fuck? Uh-huh. The dude would pay him like <laughs> a couple hundred dollars per kid, so the dude would just go get kids for him. Jesus. But then oh my God. there was an incident that resulted in... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go into the details because it's, uh, you know... No, yeah. I don't no. want to... We are not a true crime podcast. Yeah, if you're interested in that stuff, you can Google the dude and hear the story. It's uh, you may find it a little bit disturbing. That's why I'm not getting into it. Um, An incident occurred in which Elmer Wayne Henley ended up um, killing this dude, actually, and then reporting everything to the police. And in getting arrested for it and stuff, he more or less said, you know, yeah, I did all of this stuff, full confession. And then he said, now that I have been caught, um, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to accept whatever punishment is given. And he like, you know, pled guilty in court and everything. And Kim Henkel saw that and said, bro, what the fuck? Why you got this conventional morality suddenly? Why is it that after getting caught, you're suddenly just going to turn around and say, I'm going to do the right thing. What the fuck is that? Um, he described it as a moral schizophrenia, and he wanted to portray that. So that's the kind of stuff that we see from, like, uh, the dad in the cannibal family. The way that he's that got his, sense. like, public face that he puts on. And then when he, uh, he's like, he talks about not being able to take any pleasure in killing. But then he takes mm-hmm. immense pleasure in watching the killing. And also, he was he's just been, like, tormenting everyone around him for the entire time that we see him on screen with other characters, you oh. know? Poking her with a stick when she's in a sack in the truck. Exactly. Yeah. Beating his own kids with a stick the moment that he sees them. Finding, you know, reaching for something to berate Leatherface about when he finds out that he actually didn't let anybody escape. He still yells at him about the door, but for a second he like he has to like think, what can I reach for that I can berate this boy for? Mm-hmm. And that's the the based on a true story aspect. That and also Toby Hooper has a lot to say about this movie in relation to the government and news reporting at the time he mm-hmm. watched, uh, that makes sense as well yeah he felt that news the way that it was reported at the time had such an emphasis on gore on all the grisly details the violence which is why as they listen to the radio every time that they're in the van 
if you listen, it's just describing this horrific, awful shit the whole time that oh, they've got it. It's the most on. depressing radio I've ever listened to. It's awful. This is right? like seventeen bodies were desecrated at the corpse. Yeah, factory and it's describing <laughs> and it's describing uh murders, it's describing suicides, mm-hmm. it's describing all this horrendous shit. And they've all just got it on and they're just they're acting like it's nothing. Um, it's like they they don't really like care or pay it any mind when it happens to other people and then it starts happening to them yeah and i, I suddenly like that, now it's that a juxtaposition yeah it's interesting right yeah so that and also he was if only very he frustrated. knew how social media would happen <laughs> <laughs> if uh, well but he he says he was always he was also frustrated at the time with the government lying about uh you know any number of atrocities occurring in vietnam about watergate about uh uh, there was uh, an oil crisis that I guess there was a lot of government misinformation about. <laughs> they do be lying about things. And he was sick of it. So that's, uh, he says that the false, the blatantly false claim that the movie is based on a true story uh, is in response to that, which I think is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, Toby, what are you, what are you doing? But Good try, um, no, see, I'm not lying. I'm parodying lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not but, an uh, asshole. I just play one on TV. Yeah, that's that's a lot of what was going into this movie, like creatively, though. And also, uh, the story of how he came up with the chainsaw as Leatherface's main weapon is actually kind of funny. Apparently, he was in a very busy store in a hardware section, and he was trying to figure out how he could get out of there the fastest, like how he could speed his way through the crowd. And then he looked and he saw a chainsaw, and he was like, oh ho. And then later he was working on this movie and he was like, my chainsaw idea. Perfect. Interesting. Yeah. That's fun. Love it. It's such a weird thing. Seems like a really weird thing for him to mention, right? He could have just been like, I don't know that I do love that. (laughs) (laughs) Toby, uh, why why did you pick a a chainsaw as your as your killer's main weapon? Ah, you know, I just uh, this one day I was at the hardware store and I'm like, shit, dude, what if I grab this chainsaw and just cut shit up? Know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> no i don't oh, me yeah me neither <laughs> anyway you ever heard about uh elmer <laughs> elmer elmer wayne hanley but uh yeah that's the that's the creative shit that went into this isn't that weird, weird. isn't that really really weird that's fucking wild dude yeah it will make me watch this movie in a different light i will tell you that much it changes things a little bit when you know that. Just a bit. Just a tad. Is this where we're going to talk about Christmas, or are we going to do that differently? Let me tell yes. you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> about the joy of Christmas season. Okay. Christmas, as I'm sure most of you are aware, is about family. Oh, spending fuck. time together. Oh, I've been doing it doing wrong. Activities. Oh no! Oh shit! We're doing what? activities. I can't, be- yeah, I can't believe you just did this to us. Family. Um, and you know, imagine you were there with your family. Maybe like you're working at a gas station. You're excited to get back. Open up some presents. Um, doing the whole thing. Then all of a sudden, these people keep breaking into your home out of nowhere. And of course you have to kill them because Castle Doctrine. Right, of course. Yeah, um, wait, mean, hold on. Is this Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Home Alone? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. <laughs> the 
the Christmas movie of the year. Right, right. Um, Talk and, about simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, and like <laughs> your your dad is there and your two kids. It's just a really stressful time. So you finally get back, and you know you want to mess with the with the people that broke in a little bit with your family, just as like a bonding activity, you know. Um, and so you feed them to your grandpa, who's the spirit of Santa Claus himself, to give him power to go and deliver presents to the good boys and girls. But then the person who you were feeding to him gets away, and it's a whole big thing. And that's why there was no Christmas in 1974. Wow. And the government lied you know, about it. And Toby and Hooper was I want to doubt mad. you, but... I wasn't alive then, so I, I can't verify one way or another. Yeah. I yeah, Must I was true. alive, so I, I remember. Oh, okay. I remember Emma, the, the I've got no follow up of... questions about that. Yeah, uh I was yep. <laughs> well damn. And that's the true meaning of Christmas. That's Isn't the it? meaning of Christmas. When it comes down family. to it. It's family. family. Don't so okay. I haven't watched any of the. I had not watched this movie, and I have not seen any of the sequels, prequels, or requels. Um, I had the. I was under the impression, based on um, media that is derivative of Texas Chainsaw, that the the emphasis on family was actually really strong in sequels and stuff. Oh yeah, in the sequels. Yeah, because it's not in this one. The idea. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I was... Dom's I w- just like, I was watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and you know they have one thing right. Family, family. is everything. <laughs> it's not that strong than family. <laughs> I was actually... I was I was specifically thinking, Noah and I were talking earlier, of um, Resident Evil Biohazard, mm. um, because a lot of that game is obviously directly inspired by this movie. Um, so I was like, in that, in that game, family is like emphasized and I would even say in, in eight as well, but like, I'm like looking at how much everyone kind of talks about Texas Chainsaw is like being family focused and then watching this movie. And I'm like, there's literally three, four, four dudes beating up on each other and eating people. You're going to tell me that's a family no, what thanks. else could a family be? <laughs> I have actually you got me there. No music. Uh, read into that as being like subtext about what men do when they're left uh, unsupervised. Like a Lord of the Flies, a yeah, little like Lord how, of the Flies situation. Absolutely shit they are at being family when they've got nobody to rein them in. I don't think that's, that's... intended necessarily, but. I But I can see why you would read that. Right. Like, I don't think it's accurate either. Um, I know a lot of like families that are um lacking a uh a mother or or a, a woman in that group that like are still like you know obviously very like emotional functional families so mm-hmm. you know but i can see why why you might read into that honestly i do i do get it um so if, if we're ready to and you can stop me if we're not noah doesn't have a ton of notes but i'd like to go through them Okay. Absolutely. Um, Jeff, do you happen to have like a song or anything that like a theme song in mind? I I know I I typically do try to come up with one of those, but this time I'm actually using one that Nina suggested earlier. Oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah. Simply having a wonderful Noah's notes. 
We couldn't come up with anything better than that. I did come up with something better than that. And decided you did. Not to use the Rudolph it. one was pretty good. See, here's the problem so I'm with glad the Rudolph that you're one, though, is in order to get to Rudolph with your nose so bright, won't you read Noah's notes tonight? I have to sing the entire song up to that point because without context, it doesn't make sense. Go ahead. I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, ready when you are? <laughs> ba 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 da ba ba. Okay, here we go. The um, Heatmiser song. <laughs> I'm Mr. <laughs> That's the best Christmas song. Have that you, and Michael Blue's version of Santa Baby. I'm really annoyed that they took the Thousand Foot Crutch version of Heat Miser off of, off of Spotify, like unironically. I'm, I'm glad they bummed. did. Now it's I have to listen really to the to the YouTube the YouTube video of Noah's band covering the same version of the song. <laughs> Yikes. Oof. Okay. So, so I, I only took like not only did Noah not finish the notes. movie, he only took fourteen notes. But but wow. I I I took more deep, meaningful notes rather than just yes. This thought most of these my are quantity. no, absolutely untrue. First one, <laughs> dead armadillo time. Shut up, Noah. Noah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second to last one is just mmm finger cut. No, so uh, I'll, let, uh, I'll go in the in between there, but I think that you can get a pretty good idea. Uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I'm reading these, and I'm like, was I high? <laughs> we have we have just a bunch of observations on what's going on um, that we've mostly already heard. Um, it, it, yeah, no, ninety percent of this is just. Uh, Noah observing things um, in a very matter-of-fact way. sorry that I have nothing funny today. No, you did. You had dead armadillo time and mm, finger cut. <sighs> so that's well, We talked about the depressing <laughs> radio show already. We did. We talked. See, we talked about the, the barbecued human meat. We talked. I think we talked about every. We talked oh, about... no, we didn't. There was one thing we didn't talk about. Oh. What didn't we talk the, about? The best um, scene setting thing of the movie. Uh, the flashbulb sound at the beginning. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That the thing. kids today yeah, won't so... know what that means. So let me just explain oh for God. a second. You know, <laughs> a camera flash <laughs> used to be a complicated device that had to recharge in between shots because the the battery wouldn't like you know hold or anything. You had to like crank a thing and turn the film and shit, and it made a yeah. weird noise every time. So the None two of that things was I happening say by the about... time that I was born. They were making a different weird noise by that time. Yes. The two things I want to say in regards to that specifically is, A, I love how that implies that the opening scenes that were shots that we're seeing are um, the hitchhiker taking photos yes. of his work, um, which is good fun. And secondarily, I sat down to watch this movie first thing this morning oh. um, and I had made I had made myself breakfast right beforehand. <laughs> and I was going to I'm like, oh, I'm just going to eat breakfast while I watch this movie. And then it literally it starts and I'm like, I am not going to eat breakfast while I watch this movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it was not. a. I tried to take like two bites. It was not a pleasant experience. My brain was working overtime to keep me from <laughs> from hurling. So. Uh, that's my warning to you. If you want to watch this movie, it gets into it right away. You do not get any breathing room, so uh, don't don't eat anything. 
while you're watching. Also, maybe don't watch it first thing in the morning. This is not a good one to start your day with. I don't know. It 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 didn't like really mess me up. I'm doing great. It wasn't worse than anything else that's (laughs) that's happened in the past three days. So it worked out. Well, that's I watched um, half of it last night and then the other half today or this morning. Ooh. You want to make sure you uh you bookend your sleep with half of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. I'm sorry. Important. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Thank you. God. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to help. All right. Uh, I have a question for everyone. Uh, whose yeah. turn is it next? Is it mine? <laughs> I think it's Noah's. I think it's mine. It's okay, good. Yeah. I was like, I was going to oh. ask whose turn Shit. it is. In the Noah like... is after Jeff. Shit. Give Noah me a doesn't second. Have a pick. I remember what my pick is. I'm, I'm very <laughs> excited for you to all hear about the movie that I have chosen. Is it and devil? that movie. Yeah, didn't, didn't you want to do Devil? The one with the elevator? Is Devil the elevator one? Yeah, it's the elevator yeah. one. Shut up. <laughs> Noah, I think you're looking for Devil with the elevator. No, I. No, I have a different one that I want to watch. It's not an M. Night Shyamalan movie, but it does have him in it. Wait, was. Being wait, wait, wait. Is that. Is isn't Devil a Stephen King? I don't think so. What? Not this one. I thought it was. Yeah, the, the Stephen King, the, the classic one? Stephen yeah. King book where the devil lives in the elevator. That wouldn't surprise me. As the saying goes. Wait, so is it not that you picked something else? Was it? Oh the no, it is Shyamalan. Was it the Devil's Advocate it... with Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino no. as Satan? Ah uh, ha ha ha! No, these aren't free. Are it's they? on Prime for free. It's on Prime for free. It says. Got Prime. I'm about to find out. Free with ads. Uh, oh, for regular people. Not just those who have Prime. All right, so we're not... Okay, fine. We're not going to watch this. <laughs> I was going to choose P2. Um, it's a really good movie. Because I the, the only thing I decided on was that I wanted to have a movie that was a single setting horror movie. Wait, wait. Hold on. There. And I think... P2? Yeah. As in like P two urinate also, or as in like the second no, as in, <laughs> the album. It's a parking garage, right? Uh, yes, thank you, Emma. As in parking garage. Oh, is that how the parking that garage one? level two? Okay. What about I, the Belco experiment? That's that's a single setting. Oh, I've horror. seen that. No, not in the same way. I saw that. Well, we'll, we'll announce what horror movie. Well, we're not watching that. We're watching fucking ATM with Josh Peck. A no. Josh Peck. Josh Peck. Yeah. I've not heard good things about that. As in Drake it's, and. Yes, yes, as in Drake and. What the fuck? Wait, are we actually <laughs> Wait, watching that? Yeah. Yes. Really? Oh no. Um. Yes. Where is no. it? Okay. Oh, no. So as. Uh. Mm, oh fuck. Um. After all that checking to see where P two was streaming. For anyone interested in P two, you could listen to the Periphery album P two. This time, it's personal. It's pretty good. <laughs> It's the first album with uh, Mark Holcomb on guitar, and I love the way he plays. It is on. Wow, it has four stars out of 700 reviews. That's, That's a four lot out of 700? Way higher than I thought it would be. It's streaming somewhere. No, 700 reviews, four stars out of five. I think, it's, I think it might be on Amazon Prime. We'll find it. What's the we'll figure it? it out. So. It's called ATM. ATM. So yeah, we're gonna watch ATM. I think it's a. I think it's a very good movie. No, uh, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, you're let killing me. me. <laughs> let me roll back real hard. I think it is a really fun movie in the sense that I like when a single location horror movie does it pretty well, and I think this one does it pretty well. It's not as good as P two. 
but I'm ramping up to P2 in like six months. Okay. Got to set the groundwork. Okay. 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 We're laying the groundwork. All right. Laying the groundwork. Just a stack of bricks so we can build the parking garage that P2 is in. (laughs) (laughs) If you want more shitty jokes like that, you can find me on Twitter at Bubba the Bad, B-U-B-B-A-D-A-B-A-D. Um... I don't know why I go um at the end of that as if I'm going to have anything else to say. You always seem like you're (laughs) going to lead into something and then you don't. Yeah, it's okay, though. We'll follow you there. And and you should follow me at Nina Wolverina on Twitch and Twitter and Instagram or at How Such Arises on Twitter where I retweet some horror art. Right now, it's a lot of like what we do in the shadows and like Candyman and that kind of thing. But it's still horror adjacent. Also, you can watch me on Emma's Twitch channel sometimes. I play I play D&D games there, and I have a lot of fun. Yeah, you can find Hell that yeah. Twitch channel at Emma Panada. You can also find me on Twitter at Emma Panada, where I shitpost. Um, I also run the podcast Twitter, at Casual Horror Pod, because we fired Jeffrey, because um, that guy sucked. Yeah, he was and not yeah. doing a good job. <laughs> no, I, he really I, wasn't. I took the podcast off for one week, and they caved into my demands. your demands of making you watch the texas chainsaw massacre (laughs) just clamoring yeah my demands of you guys have to deal with my shitty jokes and you can't kick me off the podcast fuck just this once once forever and jeff you can find me on twitter at bubba wubba dab spelled like it sounds and you can find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok at the Hammer of Jeff. Nice. Well, Tick and talks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>